here's what's coming up on the Cold Popcast. You even see this with video games. People will play a video game. They love it. It's super exciting to them. And then they'll keep playing and playing and playing. Like, there's different ways to be addicted to gaming, and there's different incentives to do it. Yeah. Uh, but I think that makes sense with what he was saying in terms of like, you know, you need to have like self-understanding uh, in order to cure, to combat that uh, level of addiction. I guess. Hell, like I try to, I have to actively limit myself. I feel like I don't actually, like I don't do any drugs. But if I had a drug in my life, it's definitely games. What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to the Cold Popcast. I'm Zo. And I'm Steve. All right, and today we're going to talk about gaming and whether or not it's addictive, and if so, has it ever affected any of us in our you know everyday lives? Yeah, so gaming is a really popular hobby or pastime that a lot of people engage in these days, especially younger folks. But I've even heard of like you know people in their 50s, 60s, 70s that play a lot of video games. But what you never really hear too much about is whether or not uh, gaming is actually an addictive thing that can actually kind of affect your actual life. Mm. So uh, we have a few videos we're going to watch and sort of uh, discuss. Uh, this first one here is uh, from Healthy Gamer GG. He's a really popular YouTuber. He's actually a doctor. And he's talking about the solution for gaming addiction or, and like how it starts. I think the challenge, though, is that if we really look at it, the best antidote to video game addiction is actually self-understanding. So the challenge right now is that platforms are not regulating themselves, right? Their goal is to try to increase the amount of time that users use the platform. And furthermore, even if we look at policy and things like that, if we look at scientific studies, it takes five years to basically do a scientific study. And so the institutions that we've relied on to protect us are not moving as rapidly as technology is evolving, right? Does that kind of make sense to people? Like technology is just moving so fast. And so our approach at Healthy Gamer is that we can't sort of rely on the government to fix the problem. Mm. We can't really rely on video game developers to fix the problem. So what we really have to do is teach people themselves about their own attention. How do you control your attention? How do you understand what your desires are? How do you accomplish what you want? And so our focus is on the individual because we sort of can't rely on anyone else to fix the problem problem for us so we've got to fix it ourselves i like it how in the world did this guy make gaming boring like i just (laughs) (laughs) so dry well i mean he's talking about gaming in a way where it's like you know they're basically trying to steal your attention they want you to pay attention to their video games so they make them as addictive as possible oh yeah i think that's Mm -hmm. i mean that's what social media did too yeah i think it's as soon as i think gaming has changed over the years um you know, in terms of how it's been perceived, it used to be kind of this niche thing. Like, if you go back to the 90s, maybe early 2000s, that like certain people's that people did, you know, mostly like kids or like mm-hmm. people that would be like categorized as nerds. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now I'd say it's like pretty mainstream at this point, like and like pretty much it's kind of like music or um sports. Like, I feel like to some degree, most people in general have played games, whether it's like someone who's really into MMOs and does that like all day competitive people who do it for sports or like the casuals they either play mobile games or that dude you know that spent $500 on a new console just to play 2K every year right you know <laughs> yeah no there's there's a lot of people that do game but i think there's like a discrepancy like there's different types of gaming there's like casual gamers social gamers yeah there's you know addicted gamers yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know i feel like any game can really be addictive like it doesn't even have to be like a digital game you could l- literally be addicted to playing like dungeons and dragons or something like that yeah that's you true know? no that's true um or like because i've seen I, I think what gets underestimated is the amount of people that i know are like addicted to like mobile apps and stuff yeah like those ones that are just literally there to farm attention yeah like candy crush yeah um, what's that other one 
Um, uh, remember uh, Clash of Clans? Clash of Clans. Mm. I remember like in the old days, you had like Subway Runner, Subway Surfer, yeah, Surfer, <laughs> yeah, uh, Farmville. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those games that uh, the ones bird. the ones that were super addictive, I think, were the ones where it's like you're locked in. You have to come back to it in a certain amount of time to get like the maximum amount out of it. Yeah. Like you're going to be building this castle for the next four days. Make <laughs> sure you log in in exactly four days to finish off your castle hmm. or else you wasted some time. Then you just go in there and you, mm-hmm. you get to play the game for about 30 minutes every five days. Yeah. <laughs> but you just get to look at your castle get built. And it's like <laughs> that type of gaming is putrid. Yeah, I think that's like uh, <laughs> I, I think that's why people like anyone who I guess are aware of Nintendo games, that's like Animal Crossing is yeah. like that because I mean, basically, you have people that are like stressing out because it's like you know my my mortgage payment is due today. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, well, you know how your how, how like you've been working. Like, how's your money looking? It's like no, no, in Animal Crossing. Right. Like what? <laughs> you know, I mean, my museum just got built, and if I don't like talk to the mayor, you know, today, you know, they're gonna like tear it down or something, and I have to wait another week to get like it. That's very a weird it's, way it's to interesting. do it. It's interesting that you bring it up. Uh, I'm not an Animal Crossing kind of game uh, gamer. I like the Harvest Moon. Oh yeah, uh, Harvest Moon, and then like Maple Story, like MMOs. Yeah, I like MMOs because they had like an economic aspect to it, and mm-hmm. I guess I'm like naturally sort of a capitalist in any situation you put me in. <laughs> so like in in a world where I can basically like make digital money mm-hmm. and like get items and like sort of like have a little in game business, you know, it's sort <laughs> of like the addiction is like, oh, can I like. Um, can I capitalize on making as much in-game money as possible from selling an item in the game or, you know, having, like, maybe I go on a quest with somebody, but the point of the quest isn't for me to have fun. Mm-hmm. It's to get an item get so some. I can sell it, and then I get that little dopamine rush of, yes, I made a huge profit on that oh, item. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, that's that Yo. was the addiction for me. Like, I used to sit down and play MapleStory for 12 hours, right? And six of those hours would be me going out and like killing the same monster, grinding on the same monster repetitively mm-hmm. to get a certain drop. You know, it's all RNG, so it's like you have to kill the monsters, and it'll randomly potentially drop this thing called a scroll. So a scroll would be used to upgrade items, and so six hours would be put towards that. Then the other six hours, I would stand in the marketplace and I would literally just type the same thing over and over again, selling scrolls for this <laughs> amount of money. Yeah. And it would be inflated to a point where it was like, if somebody buys this, I'm going to make a huge profit. That's so hilarious. I would literally sit for six hours and just spam the chat. Just like spam. It's like a digital businessman. Like, That's yeah. hilarious. This is naturally a businessman. Yeah. So like it was like just standing there spamming the chat. I have these scrolls for sale or I have this item for sale. And it's like you get a message. My computer was really laggy, so I could barely see when I got a message. <laughs> Sometimes I would get a message and it would like lag out. And then I'd be like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just be pissed. But, you know, like there's different ways to be addicted to gaming and there's different incentives to do it. Yeah. Uh, but I think that makes sense with what he was saying in terms of like, you know, you need to have like self-understanding uh, in order to cure, to combat that uh, level of addiction, I guess. Yeah, I actually want to build on what you mm. say because I kind of like the idea of, like, the types of, uh, I guess, gaming addiction or, or just, like, the type of, like, what the types of games you play kind of say about your character. Because, mm-hmm. like you say, you're, you're like a natural capitalist. So it's like your dopamine from games comes from, like, wanting to, like, I guess be an economist in a sense, I guess. Yeah, like, you know, well, from, like, the co- there's, like, a competitive nature to buying and selling. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, if you can if you can sell something for more than somebody else, it's like you won the competition in the, mm-hmm. in the marketplace. Yeah, you kind of live vicariously through that game and that yeah, game like, experience. Yeah. It's yeah. like, okay, I'm not, I'm not, you know, involved in this, but as, as this character... I'm somebody that is mm. getting a benefit at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. So I like this benefit. Yeah. That's like your form of comp- like uh or that's 
uh, I forgot the word I was gonna use. But anyway, that's like that's kind of like your form of like how you kind of get your dopamine hit. Um, I'm it like, it was, it was. I don't do was. that anymore. Okay, now you just play League of Legends. Yeah, now I just spam <laughs> League matches. <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny because like for me, and it's fine. I know like I have friends. I have one friend I talked to uh, on Xbox, and he's um. Like, his form is, like, he's the type of guy that, I guess he's, like, a completionist because he likes to play a game and, like, he plays a lot of single-player games. And his thing is he'll have a bunch of games that he'll just, like, go through a catalog. Like, okay, I beat this game. I can leave it alone forever. And I'm going to play this game. And I'm going to beat it to completion and leave it alone. Like, that's kind of like how he too. does it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I realized, like, for me, I'm the type of person, I have no way to explain it. So, I'm like, it probably has something to do with my character. Like, because, hmm. like, me, I'm very, like, um, I, Maybe a little antisocial, but like more individualistic because I don't really like social games as much. You know, I tend to play a lot of single player games. Like, my stuff is like RPGs. So, like, I can play an RPG um, and just like use that as like escapism because that's kind of like what I like. I I like to like go back and if I just want to be at home and relax, I'll put on one of those games. I can just kind of like escape to that and play that. Um, so, that's kind of always been my form of uh, like games, like uh, adventure games, single player RPGs because those are like longer. Um, but then I also really like fighting games. And the thing about me that's pretty, like, I always find kind of funny is, like, I can play, like, the same game over and over. Like, if I really like it, like, it, like I, had, I had an addiction to, like, Sekiro for a while. Mm-hmm. And that was just, like, a single-player, like, you know, kind of, not really RPG, but it's just, like, a fun single-player game. Yeah, it's and it's, action. like, yeah. And I like, to, I like to play a game long enough to, I guess, feel like I've mastered it. So it's like that's kind of my thing. So I, I, I'll literally play the game, at, like, through, and I'll play it again. And then I'll be like, okay, I got better. Like, I can go through it more smoothly now. Let me do it again. And I'll just keep doing that. Mm. And I've done it for, like, Pokemon, freaking Elden Ring, which I played, like, a little too much at this point. (laughs) (laughs) So like going over the line here. Yeah, so that's kind of, like, you know, my thing. But, like, like, I can tell. Like, I try to – I have to actively limit myself. I feel like I don't act – like, I don't do any drugs. But if I had a drug in my life, it's definitely games. Because it's like one of those things where I, if I don't mm. moderate myself, I could genuinely like find myself being like completely relaxed for like eight hours a day, just laying in bed, like just laying on my couch and playing games. So like <laughs> now, you would know. You, now why now would you say that you're like addicted to like that type of immersion or that type of uh role not role playing but uh the uh, escapism I guess of that type of game? It's definitely the escapism because uh, even growing up I always had like kind of one of those like active imaginations like I daydream a lot mm-hmm. and uh, I think that kind of allows like this is my analyst of what I think is going on in my head like that's kind of my uh, like form of escaping where it's like okay I can kind of like escape to this like world where you know you, know, you can kind of like get a like the immersion aspect like i can go into this world that i find really interesting that's not like ours and just kind of like you know build my own reality and then it's like i can you know my creativity kind of escapes from there and mm-hmm. you know things like a minecraft used to be really appealing to me um you know any type of rpg legend of zelda like those are like my favorite types of games i think a lot of that is because i really like the immersion aspect and then there's also that competitive aspect to where i really want to like be good at it so, like, yeah. I don't need a bunch of games. I can just get one game I really like and just play that over and over um, because at that point I'm, I'm immersed in that world. So that's kind of, like, what I think my, uh, like, kind of, like, game addiction is, like, lean more towards if I, like, let my subconscious take over. So I have a oh, question. Yeah. I have a question, uh, and I want to hear Leezy's, uh, his, his addictive gaming style. But yeah. um, basically, 
So I feel like kind of what I was saying earlier with Maple's story. Like I got like sort of addicted to like the buying and selling aspect of yeah. playing that game. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and you know, there was a the social aspect too. Like I had a lot of friends in the game, and that was pretty fun. But basically, eventually, I took what I sort of got that dopamine hit from. It was almost like I was like preparing to do some of those things in real life. Mm. So would you say that basically by kind of having that escapism into the game, uh, you could prepare yourself to maybe have like more of an adventurous life? Like, is there a benefit to it, basically? Like, could you take what you do in, in the gaming world and be like, well, you know what? Gaming is fun, but I probably could have more adventures in real life. Or do you feel like the opposite, where it's like the gaming sort of stunts your desire to want to go and have more adventures in real life or something like that. Okay. Hmm. I would um honestly I would I wouldn't say um I would say no. I wouldn't say like every game doesn't have like a benefit to it cuz you could um you could like learn things from games. I remember when I was yeah. younger, you know, I had a, a Nintendo 64 and I remember my mom or like my grandparents bought me a bunch of, like a bunch of Mario sports games that I never played in real life, but I learned how those sports work by playing those games. Mm-hmm. So it's like um Well, but would you go play the sport basically? It's, it's more like are you oh, that's, that's what I mean by stunted. Oh, like, would, yeah. would you like actually go do it? No, in that in that regard, yeah. That actually like was one of the reasons I I wanted I actually like tried playing tennis in college is cuz I grew up playing like tennis games and i enjoyed <laughs> them and i was just like you know i'm more interested in this sport tennis. so yeah it literally was my gateway into tennis that's wow. hilarious yeah so, i was like so when are we gonna go kill a dragon together or something yeah you know? man i'm waiting well as soon as they come you know george <laughs> R. 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 martin's been promising them trying to figure right. out when they're gonna show up <laughs> but uh no uh yeah I, I do think actually i didn't even think about that but that is i think a, a way that you can actually like it can have benefits i can prepare you for things you probably don't encounter on the everyday you can get mm. a little bit of education from it um, it can like sort of cr- like craft that cr- that competitive edge within you, where it's like, yeah, if you're used to being a completionist in a video game, maybe you'll be a perfectionist in real life. Right? I think so. It also makes you more competitive, I think, too, because um, you know, you just think about if you ever had like a sibling. Like I used to play games with my brother, like when we were younger and stuff, and then just that desire to like win things mm-hmm. too. Yeah, um, you know that that bleeds over a little bit. Yeah, you know, even if you go to an arcade or something, you're playing like Left 4 Dead. You know, I'm actually trying to like. You know, I got to work with you, but I'm also trying to do better than you. Right. You know, want more kills. Yeah. Want more... Or House of the Dead, I meant. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Left 4 Dead. They did track how many kills you got in Left 4 Dead, though. So. Oh, yeah? Yeah, something like that. Oh, that's cool. Let's see this next video about the uh, dangers of video game addiction. Oh, no. This will kind of contradict some of the stuff we were saying, maybe. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you can even see this with video games. People will play a video game. They love it. It's super exciting to them. And then they'll keep playing and playing and playing. And either one of two things happens, typically both. First of all, I always say addiction is a progressive narrowing of the things that bring you pleasure. So oftentimes what will happen is the person only has excitement and can achieve dopamine release to the same extent doing that behavior and not other behaviors. And so they start losing interest in school. They start losing interest in relationships. They start losing interest in fitness and well-being and depletes their life. And eventually what typically happens is they will stop getting dopamine release from that activity as well. And then they drop into a pretty serious depression. And this can get very severe and people have committed suicide from these sorts of patterns of activity. Wow. Man, I can't yeah. imagine committing suicide because of my gaming addiction. <laughs> yeah, that'd be crazy. insane. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like, I don't know. To me, it's always been a form of escapism. So I'm like, if you're I always kind of thought about if you're playing games a lot, it's probably because, you know, you're not happy with your life. 
So I don't think it's the game that would drive me to it. Like, I'm so into this game that I want to kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> like, I feel like it's like something else is going on, and that's like you're drug to medicated, but then it stops being enough. I don't know. League of Legends has made me want to kill myself sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Just what is it? Well, is it the people who are being mean to you, or what, what would be no, <laughs> the like game drive like, you there? Like you can spend That's an hour hilarious. and ten minutes in a game and then lose, and it's just like <laughs> enraging. <laughs> That's true. People broke their TVs playing games, so yeah. I can't. I'm not even surprised. Get very no, I'm just kidding. Games. I've definitely never got been suicidal over league. Right. Yeah. That is <laughs> <laughs> See. But, uh, I guess we can go to like my type of gaming now, but yeah. I'm I'm the type of person that's like I game for fun, I game for the experience. So when there's like a like a blockbuster game and there's a bunch of action going on, like I I love that type of stuff. I love games. I have an active imagination. So if there's a lot of stuff going on, there's a lot of action going on, like I'm gonna I'm gonna be in that type of game. Like mm. I'm gonna be into it. Like I really love competitive games because they give you a lot of dopamine, especially when you win. Yeah. So true. But yeah, I don't really have any issues with certain type of games. I like to play a little bit of everything, so it's like I'm not really fixated on one particular type have, of game. Have you ever dealt with like gaming addiction in general? Like, have you ever been like in a spot where well, you're like, I have to play games right now? <laughs> nah, <laughs> not nothing that crazy. Like, if I get pulled from a game, it's like okay, mm. that's fine. I'll just come back later. Mm. I don't really care too much about. But it. what if you couldn't come back? What? Well, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, what if you were Freddy? <laughs> I was just a kid. Like, back unless they I game for entertainment. <laughs> 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 I'm gaming for entertainment, like almost entirely. So, yeah, mm. yeah. I, it's funny. I was gonna comment. Um, like, I I don't know if I ever had like genuine gaming addiction. Like, it it's just to me, it's like my form of escape. So I enjoy doing it. Um, but I do like remember a time where I like had to like like temper like find a way to temper it because i'm like okay like personally i don't feel like you know there's too much benefit to games like you can definitely overdo it it's like one of those things to where you know for me um it's it's okay as a like a form of whatever like enjoyment you want but like if you if you do it too much you're not doing much of anything mm -hmm. so like one of the things i remember i did like uh i started like doing uh like twitch and youtube i did a gaming channel because um uh i was like okay well if i'm gonna like play games then I could maybe like try to turn it into like you know something I could maybe prop profit off of and you know keep me creative because it's like okay not only am I playing the games but maybe I can like be creative with it so you know if you look at my old channel I have like gaming videos and stuff I used to make and what that actually kind of did was it it actually made like gaming unenjoyable to me <laughs> which really? tempered my want to play because like there were points where I would be like I would play a game not because I wanted to, but because I felt like I was obligated to do it, which would make it not even fun. So, <laughs> yeah, like, okay. I, I remember playing, uh, it was like a time I had got, uh, it was like 2019, so I had got, uh, like, Jedi Fallen Order. And I remember one day I woke up, uh, like, after work, I was just like, all right, well, you know, let me work on this channel. And I sat in my chair, and I just did not want to play this effing game. Because oh, okay, I, okay. all I could think about was, like, how much footage I would have to edit once right. I'm done playing it. And I yeah. was like, I literally want to play it for as little time po as, as possible. Really? So, so <laughs> I, like, and that was a point. And then after, like, I kind of took a break from the channel, I, like, just stopped playing games because it just became wow, mentally, okay. like, it became, like, mentally unenjoyable because it felt like work. Sure. Yeah, it's yeah. Like exhausting to wow. even think about it. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I don't know. If you're, like, a person who feels like that they want to temper their, like, addiction to playing games, like, start a channel because yeah, I guarantee you, at some point, you're not going to want us in that fucking chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see this other wow. guy. He talks about, uh, <laughs> like, why gaming can be healthy. Gaming has proven health benefits. Say what? 
but we only talk about the negatives. Here are some surprising benefits of being a gamer in reasonable doses. Playing shooters can improve a person's ability to think about objects in three dimensions, just as well as academic classes designed to improve the same skill. Gaming actually develops the physical brain. Whoa. There's increased white and gray matter integrity in both the visual Ooh. and motor pathways, thereby improving reaction time and coordination. Mm. The Columbia School of Public Health found gaming actually improved peer relationships and supported healthy social skills. Those who reported playing strategy games such as RPGs had improvements in problem solving and academic performance the following year. Simple accessible games that can be played quickly can improve players' moods, promote relaxation, and even ward off anxiety. Video games aren't going anywhere. And they certainly have downsides, especially if you overdo it. So instead of villainizing, let's keep investigating how to make them work for us. Yeah. I can definitely see uh, like real like strategy games and RPGs definitely having an influence like making you better at problem solving. I mean, yeah, yeah. like any puzzle, obvious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I think so too. Because you're, I think it trains your mind to like have to critically think about puzzles a lot if you yeah. like you know go up with those types of games. So you're like your mind like evolves around like having to constantly solve things. Yeah. Um, also, too, like your typing skills. Like, I feel like a lot of your typing eye, skills yeah. come from playing a lot of PC games. Hand yeah. eye is important. Well, it's funny because, like, playing Maple Story, because, like, like I said, I was kind of social and I would be spending six hours grinding on stupid mobs, just killing <laughs> the same mob over and over again. Uh -huh. And it's like, there was a character that I would play where you literally had to, like, jump in the air. And then, because like the monsters would kill you if you stop moving for too long, mm -hmm. so you would jump in the air so they can't hit you. And then I would type a full message to my friends in the time that it took me to hit the ground. That's <laughs> <laughs> so you jump up, you type half a message, maybe you stop it, and then you jump again and you type another half a message, and then you send the message, and then you know you keep grinding. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you know you want to get because it was all about efficiency. So the whole point was like I want to be able to uh, get as many of these stupid little monsters killed quickly enough but i also like am bored out of my mind so mm -hmm. i want to be able to talk to the people that i'm friends with in this game and uh actually it's funny one of my best friends uh like that i've never met is a uh guy that i used to play maple story with when i was like 10 but uh yeah i still have his number we like talk he just got married and stuff it's, like, mm, interesting. Wow. Oh. so it's like crazy how you can like build actual relationships that's through true. online gaming that's true uh, he's like the only person though that i, I have one guy on facebook uh, one guy like I would thought we were friends, but he hacked me. He just wanted to get to your your stuff. data. Yeah, he just wanted all my stuff. That's hilarious. <laughs> Dang, but, got uh, hacked. Yeah, man. Um, so you guys got any other thoughts on uh, game addiction? Like, w like what? Uh, oh, uh, how do you cure it? Oh, how do you cure it? Yeah, so I know I brought that up. Like how I like my method. Um, do you guys have any like a uh, methods of how you like you've ever tempered like oh yeah your want to game for sure hmm. with my desire to game i've been heavily addicted to league of legends for sure <laughs> like i've been to the point where like i had to play league of legends how many hours steve sleep. uh bro i'm probably at like probably like five thousand six thousand hours of <laughs> in my life i've been playing since for the last 10 years okay well, and uh sense. there have been points where i would play for like 12 hours especially when i was like really mentally ill it was mm -hmm. like the only thing that I could get any dopamine from was like a match of League of Legends. Mm. So it'd be like I had work to do because you know I worked from home. I was a freelancer, so I would basically play a league. I would start a league matchup, and like while it was loading up, I would like do a little work, and then I would play a match, and then I'd do a little work, and I'd play a little match. So it got to the point where my work was tied to me playing league. Like I couldn't work unless I was playing <laughs> league at the same time. Mm. So it'd be like a twelve-hour, thirteen-hour day of me just like gradually writing these papers while um, playing League of Legends. Um, but outside of that, like when I was in high school, um, I would play like from the second I got home until the minute I went to sleep, like for mm. years. And, except when I was playing football, I guess. 
But uh, yeah, no, league league was definitely like crack. <laughs> uh, how did I get out of that? Um, let me think. <laughs> I don't know if I ever did. <laughs> no, but now I just like don't play. I just set myself to a limit. Like I usually play league with Leezy. Yeah, uh, I make I basically I basically made it like I'm not gonna play league unless Leezy's playing, sort of. Like this is like, oh really? Yeah, yeah, sort of like that. Like, cause I don't play during the day. I might play one match by myself, like before Leezy gets on. Mm-hmm. And if Leezy's not gonna play, I usually don't play at all. Um, but it's more so like, I guess I I've made league more than just the competitive grind. I've made it more so like league is now like my time to spend with friends. Okay. So, you know, if, if there's no friends around, then it's less valuable. So you know, do it. uh, it's not a, the dopamine I get is more so from like just, you know, watching Lizzie suffer playing league. <laughs> 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 the it, it, uh, you know, the dopamine isn't really like the actual game itself anymore. So I've replaced basically. Okay. No, you said artificial like restrictors basically. Yeah. Nice. Interesting. Lizzie, how'd you curb your uh, addiction to games? Well, um, I want to say my favorite game of all time was Call of Duty. Uh, Modern Warfare 2 <laughs> came out in 2009. Oh Jesus! I was playing that game like, like it was water. Like I was consuming Lizzie, it like s- it was water. You were <laughs> such an NPC, bro. Like, like what Steven saying? <laughs> no, no. What Steven saying was like kind of related to me. Like okay. I would go home from school, I would play the game, and I wouldn't even think about it. I would just want to play the game, mm-hmm. and that's what I did. I played the game. I played all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even really think it was an addiction, but I just really, really liked playing the game. Makes sense. Maybe it was an addiction. Who knows? But I never really got to a point where I was like, uh, like you, like even when you're not playing, you're just thinking about playing. Eh, nah. Well, I don't remember honestly, so I probably did. Oh, you don't remember because you were thinking about playing. That's why. Because <laughs> <laughs> I probably was playing. Oh yeah. But, yeah. Just caught playing the yeah. whole time. <laughs> yeah. But how did you overcome that? Did you just the game just got boring eventually? Well, I don't. I don't think I needed to overcome it. It was just something that I was doing. Um, but I mean, gaming was something I've been doing just since I was a kid, so it's yeah. just actually been a pretty big part of my life. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I think everyone's, most people to some extent, I think at this in this generation have grown up with games, so it's just kind of like a part of it, part of like most people's lifestyle. Like most people will sit down, and if you have free time, it's like, what are you gonna do? Well, I go watch TV or I can play a game. Right, especially you know? as a kid. So. Yeah, especially when you're younger, you got the time. As I got older, you know, I've, I've had less time to do it, but. One thing that stayed consistent, obviously, or one thing that stayed consistent for me is, uh, you know, it, it is always that avenue of release for me. <clears throat> so, you know, if I'm not doing any, anything at home, you know, it's one of those choices of like, okay, I could, you know, uh, watch TV, try to catch up on a series, or I'll go down and play a game. So, you know, but yeah, it, like I said, it, it's one, it's just uh, one of those pastimes that uh, I thoroughly enjoy. Um, it can be I, very addictive, though. But like, it can it can be addictive, absolutely. I think it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those things. Like I probably won't get addicted to like television or something or like learning how to cook. But I, I definitely feel like you know I like that enough to where if I don't temper my enjoyment of it, I could definitely become like addicted because that is like my form of like escapism. Yeah, I actually have a cousin who we recently got him a PlayStation, like a PS5. We got him a PlayStation last year for Christmas, uh-huh. and we we you know he he was very happy. He's like, oh my god, this is for me. And he's over there <laughs> playing it. It was, you know, Christmas time. So, but came January, he actually had it taken away from him because of the amount oh, no. of he was playing and didn't do his homework. Oh, so dang. it's like yeah. that clearly interfered with his like grades and stuff. Especially if it's like oh, starts up at like A's or something and it drops, you know, to D's or C's. That's True. that's a very noticeable thing. Has yeah, that's how it's I was. Impacting them. I just yeah. didn't do my homework because I was playing league. I was gonna <laughs> say too. Has it ever like interfered with your life? Um, I guess right. to that extent. Me personally, or. 
Uh, I know you said your cousin. Has it ever for you? I know Steve said it has for him. Uh, I would say probably maybe maybe a little bit because it's yeah. like, what's more interesting to you, gaming or homework? That could be a thing for for kids. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. easily gaming. <laughs> it's easily gaming most of the time. That's yeah. the answer. But it's yeah. like overcoming that. You know, it's overcoming that desire to say, okay, I have to get this done. Like this is very important, so I should do this homework. Yeah. It's kind of hard to do as a kid sometimes. No, it is. I would find most, like, I, it's never, like, kept me from doing anything urgent. But, like, uh, you know, there were times, I would say, where I could have, like, been, like, you know what? It's still early in the day. I could, like, maybe work out. I would be, like, oh, but the game's here. I'm going to play that. And I just, you know, pretty much would waste that time. I could have done something more productive. Mm, but, um, yeah, it, it's, I wouldn't say it's ever gotten to – it's never been to the point where I'm, like, taking away from my livelihood – but it was making me less productive. And I think I my thing at the time was trying to curb that. So Yeah, gaming definitely makes me less productive, especially like being a business owner or business founder or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of stuff I could be doing that I, you know, sometimes don't do because instead I'm just playing League or watching anime and stuff like that. Like that at that point it's not really so much addiction. It's more so like kind of what you were saying, like more so like uh like I just want to have my little moment of my little moment of escapism. Yeah, you know? that's your piece. And I would prioritize that. Because, like, you know, really my whole day, like, you know, I'm sort of just doing things that are monotonous to an extent. Yeah. So it's like when I can sit down and sort of have, like, a dynamic experience in a game, playing with somebody, playing with a few people, hopefully, then it's like, oh, this is, like, you know, pretty cool. This is actually, like, makes the whole day more worthwhile, I Mm -hmm. guess. So it's like, you know, I could be that you know, grind set, I sleep four hours a night and I work <laughs> the whole rest of the time. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, to me, that doesn't, that lifestyle doesn't have as much value. Although I want to have similar results to what they would have, I think having that little bit of um, space for things like gaming is really important and healthy. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's probably a good spot to close. What do you think? I think so. I don't really got much to really add. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's been this episode. We're talking about game addiction. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, tell you us can, about your game addiction and how you got over it, if so. Yeah, or uh, what's your favorite game? Tell us that, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, maybe we can get addicted to it with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's your gamer tag? Yeah. You can follow us all on The Cold Popcast. Uh, and you can check us out on video and audio platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, everywhere you find video or audio podcasts. Um, thanks for popping in. We got to pop out of here. All right. Peace.